0: with another episode of Stories from Mountain Town. Today with me, I have Lindsay Emerson. Lindsay, welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, Lindsay, can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself?
1: <sighs> I hate this part. Um, I am a nurse. I'm a sur- Well, originally like a surgical nurse, um, and now I'm the clinical director at Tops, Teton Outpatient Services, mm-hmm. here in Jackson. Um, I'm originally from Salt Lake City, and... What about me? I And you run house call hydration. And I run house call hydration. Yeah. That's like my main thing right now. Yeah. Um, it's an IV hydration company here in Jackson and we just do essentially, vi- you know, giving vitamins, uh, and IV hydration.
0: Yeah. Um, and that, that is how I know you from Taylor, everyone on the, po- Oh jeez, Mav. Um, everyone on the podcast knows Taylor. She's been on like three or four times awesome. and all her episodes do like they're like in the top five top ten of, of all listeners go tay yeah um so taylor does, <laughs> taylor's one of your nurses that works for you at a house call hydration she does ivs uh for you or for for the jackson Hole public
1: yes um, she's one of our top nurses yeah
0: top nurses she is the nurse she's the nurse um what made you want to start house call Hydration?
1: I, uh, let's see. I mean, really, to be totally honest, I was a snowboard, I used to compete in snowboarding competitively back in the day. Professionally. And professionally. You can
0: use the word professionally.
1: Professionally. I was on the US snowboard team um, for a number of years and I still don't drink water. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, just never. There was a, <clears throat> a couple of us that just, we were never hydrated and... I ended up having to get an IV for something. I forget why. I think it was, I mean, I was very dehydrated, but was just kind of sick. And anyways, got an IV, felt so much better. And um, and then started researching it and realized that athletes can do that and do that and actually do do it um, for numerous reasons. One being <clears throat> just athletic performance, but also to kind of get like an added boost if they have a competition coming up or if they end up getting sick. Um, it helps them get back up to baseline faster. Um, and yeah, anyways, so I got it that way. And then, uh, I had a friend, her and her husband started an IV hydration company in Salt Lake city and they kind of steered me down that direction. Cause they were like, we're getting clients from Jackson hole. Like, I don't know why you wouldn't do this up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I did.
0: Was there a point, because this kind of, the concept kind of popped up in the last like five years, I think. I, I was seeing it and like hear about it in Vegas, in Minneapolis, it popped up where, th- was there like some legislation change or something that allowed it to be easier to do or something I don't know like about
1: that? that. I There was, it definitely started in Vegas mm-hmm. and I think it was even more than five years ago, probably like seven or eight, maybe even 10 years ago. I'd have to like do the research, but it got big in Vegas quickly because mm-hmm. it does help with a hangover significantly. It does mm-hmm. not cure it, but it definitely helps. Um,
0: yeah, the and the, that's probably the easiest connection people can make to like for the sure. benefit. But you were telling me one day that that like the the percentages of your customers um, are much more in just like natural and just wellness and like wanting to be at peak performance than they are at hangover for hangover. For sure when
1: I started the business I mean my my I thought for sure 90% of the business would be hangovers and in yeah. fact like I made cards to take to all the bars and I was like we are gonna hit this so hard and we're gonna crush mm. it and I think we did you know take them out to a couple bars and like approach some bartenders and stuff and I would say maybe 20% is from, yeah, people at bars or hangovers. It's way more wellness or wellness encompassing um, like sickness, like people that Mm -hmm. actually have the flu or some other issue. uh,
0: I think Taylor's had some like, people with like cancer stuff going on where they get like dehydrated. You from can, yes.
1: Well, yeah, you can do that. And that is, that's a part of it. Those are pretty intense. Um, that's yeah. a pretty intense situation. But I mean, even just like I said, flu or, you know, they've just hit it so hard, like in the back country or something and they come yeah. home and they're like actually really dehydrated and it's now made them nauseous or mm-hmm. all the other gross stuff that comes along being too dehydrated. Yeah. <laughs> um, Yeah,
0: Yeah, all of mine, all of mine, except for mine are mostly around the hangovers. But I got one, uh, my first one, when I was going to a big work conference and I was feeling a little sick and I was like, I need to be sharp. This is like all the big wigs at my company are going to be here. I like, got to be good.
1: No, totally. It helps. Yeah. It does. Like There helps. are some vitamins that actually help with brain fog or if you're dehydrated and you just kind of feel sluggish and not you don't have a ton of energy, we have um, vitamins for that too. But hydration alone, I actually think helps you be on your A game. Like Mm -hmm. if you feel good, even if you were just to, you know, like the week before, um, an event, like be prepping and doing, you know, drinking a ton, eating correctly, getting the right nutrition in other ways, it would do the same thing. But if you don't do that, Mm -hmm. this is a quick fix. Yeah. And does the same thing.
0: Yeah. I was thinking when I was watching natural selection, did you watch that at Ah, all? Yeah. I was thinking like, Hey, I asked, I was like, hey, did you guys approach them at all to like see if any of them needed it? Because I was like thinking you guys in Stillworks could like somehow ratchet yourself onto to that. You for the front end or the back end, but Stillworks for like an after party if they were going to do that. For um, sure.
1: I wish we would have. I thought about that when I was watching and I was like, oh, this would be so rad mm-hmm. to help them. We have helped um, in some other events, some other TGR, like their film um what is that that their big film festival that they do out here that they've done before maybe it was like just their even, premieres yeah their premieres oh yeah um we have been to some of those and that was yeah well just to be real it's just for hangovers and stuff because mm-hmm. a lot of those guys have to continue day after day to yeah they do be like a film point. tour mm-hmm. yeah, maverick yeah. what mav what are you upset about
0: mav i think he probably wants to go outside but oh, yeah. i i'm not gonna let him outside right now because as if you know, we're doing something. we get a lot of moose and elk around here. And Lin- be out there. Lindsay like lives like I could almost see your house from this window. Lindsay lives like in the neighborhood right behind us. But like on the road, kind of like adjacent to ours.
1: You could throw a baseball probably and hit my house. Yeah. I think. Yes. Anyways. And Lots yeah. of moose and elk and all the things.
0: Yeah. Your neighborhood. I asked you this um, last time we were, we were hanging out what do, you always have like the herd of elk in your yard and then like it's either there or like all the ranches by your house and you have a dog and i was like what the hell does rosie do when these elk are just chilling
1: she just chills she used to not just chill but the older she gets she's like Meh, yeah oh,
0: mav, mav what's wrong mav's yelling at us
1: i know mav you chill out
0: i don't think they, they probably can't hear us the microphones are you can't they can't hear him the yeah. microphones are pretty the dog's fine-tuned. howling. Yeah. But yeah. Um so I pulled up this nice picture of you. <laughs> I know. So I, I just wish you wouldn't have <laughs> Yeah. It was uh let's talk about your snowboard career. Okay. So you did is that like a slalom snowboard?
1: That's a giant sl- Oh, Jesus. That's a giant slalom, <laughs> slalom and slalom snowboard. It, um just a race. It's yeah. a different setup, right? So yeah. I started um competing in uh border cross. It was like what it was my first events and that's how I started getting into competing at all. Mm-hmm. And then I broke my pelvis and was like, yeah, I am not into doing any big air stuff anymore and or going with other people at the same time. Yeah. So, uh, but I still like to compete and I like going fast and whatever. So I went to some camps, because um, I was like, well, racing spun. I wasn't necessarily into the hard boot aspect of it. That was mm-hmm. kind of nerdy to me. But then once you do it, it's pretty rad, actually. I mean, it's just like skiing, you know, like freestyle skiing versus race skiing. Race skiing is awesome when you do it. Like racing is so fun, but mm-hmm. everybody prefers to be on their freestyle setup. Yeah. Like even racers prefer to be on your heart, you know, your soft boots. Yeah. But to race and to actually carve, it's a pretty sick feeling, and it was super fun.
0: Yeah. Could you explain border cross to the audience? Because I know what it is, but I don't know if they do.
1: Um, so depending on the event and who, I guess the, I don't know how to, I think it's four people now. It used to be up to like six when I first started. They would, (laughs) it was anywhere from six to four people that would go at a time and they line you up and it's over, you know, just one big course. So you go over, um whoops and berms and jumps and tabletops and gaps and whatever um just a bunch of fe- uh, features and you do like i said there's four people that go down at one time and the first person to the bottom wins a lot of people are like oh is it like roller derby and you're throwing elbow I mean, well you can't do that <laughs> so and if you do you just get disqualified yeah. like you'll finish the race and in the bottom they'll be like well you came in contact purposefully with somebody else so you're out um it happens you do come in contact and yeah that's the, the craziest worst. thing yeah exactly and it gets gnarly you get tangled up with someone and you're done but um yeah oh.
0: everyone the the sal Masekela on the x games always describes it as you're racing your friends down a terrain park
1: totally that's exactly what it is yeah, yeah. and it's so fun i loved it i loved qualifiers because you do it by yourself you Map, come here out.
0: He doesn't need to go to the bathroom. He just He's like just want is want bored. I want someone to pay attention. Yeah, Mav, come here. No, nope. never. This is not your episode. This is Lindsay's episode.
1: Yeah, why are you still in my thunder, bro? <laughs> um, yeah, I loved qualifiers because I love to do it on my own. I hated going with all the people. It made me just awfully nervous and. Yeah, that's terrible. I even threw up a couple times at the start. Really? I would just get so tweaked, and I just barf, blah, barf. Yeah. Whatever.
0: Did you ever so you're on the US snowboard team So did you compete in like did you get to any Olympics or like X Games and US was it So US the US Opens
1: We were we they oh, I'm trying we didn't do US Opens once I started. Um X Games no, they don't have racing in the X Games. Um but I was in World Champs and I was the alternate for the Vancouver Olympics. Wow.
0: Yeah. That's awesome yeah in racing or in border cross in racing no yeah. i
1: didn't do border cross i didn't do any u.s team border cross stuff i had already given that up i mean i did a couple i think random fist events maybe in it mm. and uh or well there were some other events i did they it was uh i don't remember but they were big events but they weren't like u.s team sanctioned or however whatever that yeah. is fist, FIS, i guess Fist, yeah it was the big cool
0: that's awesome. And um, so this picture we found of you, of you, explain to the audience what kind of board, like just kind of explain the board and why it's different than what they might be picturing as a snowboard.
1: So a regular, I would say, snowboard that everyone is used to is, if it's not a twin tip, it looks like a twin tip, but this does not, right? So it's yeah. got a flat back. It's mm-hmm. much longer, much more narrow. And the bindings are for hard boots. Mm-hmm. Um, So it looks like a ski boot. and uh your stance is much more angled um and it's so awful and hard to ride it really is like i haven't been on that board i have it in my garage but i haven't been on it i think since i retired wow so Uh, how long is that one it's like a 170 for (laughs) reference
0: folks Uh, my big power board my split board is a 165
1: and my snowboard is a 156 and which is big for a girl yeah but i like (laughs) i'm not gonna say what i was (laughs) saying um but for a woman they typically don't ride as long or as stiff of boards like you like i think a typical board for, for a woman is like a 152 maybe um and they're much softer and more narrow Uh, And that's ridiculously narrow, but it's because your angles are so steep because your edge angle when you're riding is so aggressive, just like a ski. Yeah. Right. Like if you see a race ski versus like a powder ski or just whatever, you know, like an all mountain ski, it's, they're different. They're totally different. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And the one thing that always sticks out to me on these, on these kinds of boards is like on a normal board, like your feet are kind of, uh, what do you call this? Like duck Duck footed. yeah. Yeah. But on this, like your front foot is open a little bit and then, but your back foot is like closed pointing towards the front also.
1: Yeah, uh, almost. Yeah, no, they are. Um, it's just to create higher edge angles because yeah. you have to at such high speeds. Yeah. And that's also, that's why you have the hard boots. Yeah. Um. Yeah, when I first started, I was like, this is the dorkiest thing I've ever done in my whole life. But then you under, like once you get it, you understand it more and you're like, Oh, it's totally necessary. Like mm-hmm. to try to do a race course with somebody in soft boots, you just crush them. it's yeah. not even a competition. Yeah. Yeah.
0: For sure. Um, do you ever miss like the competition side of things?
1: Totally. Like
0: getting to compete and try to better yourself. Yeah. I people? mean, I
1: actually think that's probably why I started another reason why I started the business. It's hard. And, That's a whole nother podcast (laughs) like getting out of competing at such a high level. uh, It is really hard. And I think that they need to put more into, uh, I don't know, the psychological part of that for athletes when they exit like a high sport like that it really Mm -hmm. is that's a whole nother podcast it's it's really aggressive and such like you're cut off all of a sudden you're used to them doing everything for you even making doctor's appointments They was just done I just showed up to stuff you know like I had so many surgeries and I don't even I didn't even know how to like register go because you would just go in the back door you know they're like professional athletes it's pretty sweet you just get it all taken care of like you walk in the back door you get it done there's no waiting in a waiting room or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Whatever, um, but so I do miss that. I miss the competing side. Um, I'm a competitive person at heart, and I think that's why I love the business aspect of it. Um, there, you know, there are there is one other competing business here in Jackson Hole with mine, but so that drives me a bit. But mostly, it's just that I want to. Like be the best that I can be, mm-hmm. and I love being busy constantly. Like I could never. You are just definitely busy constantly. <laughs> this is like the fifth time we've tried to do this. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> and we finally got it done. Totally. So thank you for coming over. Yeah. Thanks for having.
0: Yeah. There's definitely. Um, so I, I was just told. I just told you I played football in college, and the, I can't tell you how many other, not just teammates, but like other athletes at the school that I went to. When when they graduate, you can see them. Try to find something that's just any sort of competitive, and they just go balls in, balls deep, to just trying to get that competitive hit. You know, oh no, totally. Some I've seen some like some girls that turn around and they decide they want to be like the like the bodybuilder, like bikini competition totally. things or I like almost, I've, golf like,
1: totally like i almost went down that path because you're like i've been working out so hard for so long and not to look good but to be the best yeah and then as a female even you're like i mean i get why people work out i guess but if it's not to win like why am i do- why would i push so why would i push the extra yeah second or mile or anything if you don't have to, like, what's the point? So mm-hmm. I was like, well, maybe I'll get into that bodybuilding stuff. And no, that was not for me. Yeah. Um, but I need something to compete in, and I still like. I have now I've started skiing more, and I was like. Oh, I think i'm a really good skier i should probably start competing my husband's like well you're not that great but yeah <laughs> if you like it whatever but it's something like i need something um and i'm sure there's stuff to do for us old hags i don't know <laughs> like, there's gotta be something
0: yeah our, our your athlete brain so quickly goes to like there's an here's an activity i want to compete wanna in crush. it i've done yeah. it too like i when i got into mountain biking i was like starting to rip a little bit and i'm like Oh, what if what if I did like these local races here yeah. and then i am like <laughs> it's not necessary. And I'm like, no wait, I I don't <laughs> I don't want to kill myself. I don't want to fall on rocks.
1: It's true though. You just I don't know. It's just in you. It is in you or it isn't. And yeah. it's definitely in me, so.
0: And then there's the flip side of a lot of teammates that like they don't have that competitive drive like in them, but they just crush Did everything. football or something, they grew up with football. So then they get done with it and they just like get fat or something mm-hmm. no totally I Cause yeah. they're like they're like I was only doing this for whatever reasons in football for sure keeping myself in fit in in shape and then that's all gone and then it's like I don't they they a lot of them kept eating at the same pace they were <laughs> and then just weren't yeah. working out I mean, nearly as hard no yeah
1: doesn't work well I mean you can yeah but yeah it's yeah anyways i I do miss it yeah mm-hmm. for sure it was awesome and living that life of being on World Cup tour is pretty unreal.
0: What was your favorite like world world um location? Your favorite location in the in the world that snowboarding brought you to?
1: I mean I love Europe, but probably well, I don't know. So competing. I love Austria. We used mm-hmm. to have this race in Solden every year and I loved that race I never did anything there (laughs) like I always sucked at it but it uh it's it's an awesome town and area we used to train a lot in New Zealand which is amazing we went there multiple summers in a row and I love that um we went to uh Korea and Japan I love Japan
0: did you go up to like hokkaido and like those places it's
1: so funny i don't remember any of the names of anything <laughs> um but uh yeah i think we did though
0: i would love one of my taylor and I, I i don't know where we were but we were like hey let's just like what's like a place you want to go to and that we could do in the next in like a five-year kind of a trip and mine japan. was snowboarding or s- ski touring and split boarding in japan like i fucking love sushi and i I'm love snowboarding we can swear i can mark this oh, as explicit okay and then on youtube i say it's not for kids <laughs> oh well then i can get all this. <laughs> yeah we get, we're getting loose we have yeah. we forgot to mention we're drinking jackson hole storks sloshies
1: which are my favorite including my entire surgical center and all my iv hydration nurses yes they're our fave
0: yes i was just over there um i have the what's this called the south side I never know what's in these things, besides yours. This is the strawberry smash.
1: Because I'm a vodka lover. Yes. Yeah. So this is my jam. This yeah. makes me so happy.
0: This is two podcasts in a row. I should be get. I should be charging Chaz and Trav for this. Yeah. Two podcasts in a row where we mentioned their sloshies specifically. <laughs> Jill asked, "Are they are they good?" and I, and I went on for like five minutes, probably Jill. too
1: long. Jill. Jill King.
0: Jill King was our last guest. Yes.
1: Scout guide. Yeah. Aficionado.
0: Yes um yeah but so my goal my dream trip was like snowboarding in japan because i love sushi i think that whole like culture is like cool so and you because you, know, you can like there's like old temples you can go and see and stuff and then it's just like super deep snow like and that's well, what...
1: let's be honest if you get it on a good year i don't know if it's always yeah. like that we i was there um twice once was an amazing year, and <clears throat> um, they're not – well, when we were there, they were like, you can't ski in the trees. They're all sacred. You can't – like, you don't get to do that. And we were like, well, okay. <laughs> we're going to do that." <laughs> like, is I,
0: that like – did you go, like, to a resort, to mm-hmm, a ski resort?
1: Yeah. And we were riding and we were like, no one is doing this. Like, what is going on? So we would ride the lifts up and then bomb it down in the trees, and they would chase us down, and we just <laughs> – run into the, into the hotel and just sit and wait for them to leave and then go and do it again. Like, what do you mean you can't go in the trees? That makes no sense. And no one is doing this? Like, of course that's what we're going to do. Oh, that's and hilarious. And it was so good. It was so fun. Um, And I love, yeah, like you said, I like the Japanese culture. It's very quiet and serene and they give you your space. We, after, I don't know if we went after or before, but, we went to Korea, I think, after. This is very different. Mm-hmm. They're very they have like big jumbotrons on the hill. They're like bumping Britney Spears and ACDC <sighs> all freaking night.
0: So that's where like K-pop comes from, oh probably. That's that kind of culture.
1: And then you're sleeping like on the floor <laughs> on these mattresses. It's so different. I mean it's fun, but it's very aggressive. Yeah. And you're eating kimchi for breakfast.
0: <sighs> You don't like kimchi? I love kimchi. It's so good for you. Do you
1: know me at all? I I don't know. What don't I don't know. What you're eating like I eat like a toddler. <laughs> like, like you and Quince have the same uh, dinners. Tan food is our mo. <laughs> we eat chicken fingers or mac and cheese. No, I I eat more vegetables than that. But I my um, living nanny tricked me. I thought it was an onion. Have you ever had um, a piece of uncooked pork skin? I just say no, that I two have not. minutes before I came here oh, unknowingly, man. and I was like, "Oh, is this onion?" And she was like, "No, it's this." And I was like, "Oh!" I mean, I almost threw up on her. On her. I mean, I don't do anything out of the. No, well, anyways, that's so funny. We don't need to go there. But, that's so funny. Uh, yeah. So it. A Korea was aggressive. Yeah. Japan's the
0: It's a, It's interesting that they're that different of cultures when they're pretty close. Like, so, obviously, they're yeah, super close. just separated by the ocean. But, like, I mean, that's, like, probably the same distance from, like, I don't know, Minnesota to, like, here or For something, sure. right? No,
1: it's super close. Um, And it's just so different. The feel the second you get off the plane. You get off the plane in Japan, and it's amazing. Like, it's just so... Like you I fly said, to Tokyo? quiet and serene. Uh, yeah. Well, we flew through Tokyo and then to, God, I should know. I mean, this <laughs> is the thing is I, I also did not, I should have spent more time like journaling or something <laughs> <laughs> to remember all that because we went to some awesome places and I don't know the names of them. Um, it was amazing. Uh, but like I said, so you get off the plane or like our hotel. Every time you go to.
0: Any of these ring a bell?
1: I, uh, maybe. Yeah, go there. Um, we're looking
0: up ski resorts in Japan to see if we can.
1: When you go to the memory. bathroom, like in our hotel rooms, the hotel rooms were super sweet too. And then you go in and the toilet sings you a song and it's warm and it lifts by itself and it flushes by itself. And this was years ago, right? I mean, I'm sure they've had, you know, to tw- Oh no!
0: Oh, Hakuba Valley.
1: Actually, it kind of sounds wrong. I mean, I'm the worst. I could look. I'd have to look up on the FIS website. This
0: seems like the biggest one. This is like the one I've heard most about. Oh, this is oh, this is Hakuba Valley has multiple ski resorts in it.
1: Okay, there you go. Oh, go back. That hotel looks familiar. Is that where you stayed? Where is that?
0: Cortina, the best Hakuba resorts ski resort for expert terrain. That sounds like you. It looks familiar. Expert terrain. (laughs)
1: That might have been. It looks familiar. Uh it's but it's amazing. Everyone should go. It's so cool. And we went to for sure not there. We went to these awesome yes, those monkeys. We saw the snow monkeys. You can go to these uh hot tub um hot springs. Hot yeah, they are hot springs. And they're so some of them are hotter than shit. Mm -hmm. And you oh my gosh, you have to sit. (laughs) This is so off topic, but This whole podcast
0: is off topic. (laughs)
1: Yeah, you do. No,
0: I mean like the whole idea of the show. Oh, okay. Okay. Everything is off topic. okay. I'm totally. You're good.
1: But you go in and you have to, um... (laughs) there's these showers that are just open, whatever. You can wear a swimsuit, but everybody else is naked, so you're like a weirdo. But then you sit on this little bucket, And they give you a scrub brush. Yeah. You're supposed to sit at this shower and scrub yourself clean, butt-ass naked, in front of whoever before you go and get in the hot springs. And you're just like...
0: Do you go in the hot springs naked also?
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I mean... As a twenty something year old, and you're just like, oh my god, I'm not doing this, but you, you have to. So we just keep working out. Like, hold a towel behind me while I scrub. I don't know what I'm scrubbing, but, uh, it's so cool though.
0: And what do they exchange? Do they like wash the brushes then too? Like oh, through the no, lens it was, of co- that doesn't corona. look good through the this lens is of not COVID. In
1: COVID time. No, 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 no. I mean this. But how still, many years ago was that? This is like fifteen years. Like ago.
0: three. Because what? you already said you're in your 20s, so like yeah. three years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, I did, yep. So, yeah. That's what
1: I meant. Yes. Yeah, yeah like three years ago. Look at that. Oh, it's all These are so, cool. like, I these are know.
0: like, like this one's, this one, oh, come back. So this this building, we're looking at a random building here, folks. It it looks like a Japanese take on a German architecture, right? So it looks yes. like a German little village, They're but trying. it's Japanese.
1: hmm Yeah. They're the coolest. Did, you, did you go
0: them. do any backcountry stuff there?
1: No. We never. I mean, that's one of the. Uh, I want to be that, that guy. guy. I yeah. want to go there and be <laughs> that guy. You can be, you totally can be, and they'll love you. um Yeah, look at it so Break good. Yeah, I don't know if it's like that everywhere, but but it definitely was where we were. They were mm-hmm. like, "You're not supposed to be in there." I think that's maybe where we went. I'm gonna find out. I'll find out and get back to you, and then you can mm-hmm. un- a- alert the
0: alert the masses <laughs> yeah the masses
1: um, that are watching this
0: yeah did you so i learned this i did a podcast it was like it was like a lot of episodes ago but a buddy of mine went there and they did all backcountry yeah that and they sweet. brought like their beacon shovel probe right because that's what we do here and they went they like we're talking to a guide or a ski uh shop person or something and they said you don't need to have a beacon because we they don't have avalanches <laughs>
1: you're like, well, you like, do period.
0: No, they like, they, they don't because, because like they're, um, okay. it's something like either the slope or like not the moisture content not... of the snow because it's all like ocean snow or something.
1: It would be super heavy. Like Sierra Smith. It doesn't matter. I would bring it yeah. regardless. But,
0: yeah. So he said like the, all the locals that they went with, like they don't, nobody has that stuff. They don't even like, you can't even find it there. That's how, so funny. Yeah, that's
1: so funny and so dangerous yeah so dangerous i don't know Beacon shovel
0: probe. if you don't know don't go
1: see i mean that's our motto right yeah
0: but that just blew my like he, i mean he's he's a ski instructor here too and he's like so like he knows what he's doing around mountains and he goes in the back country but like now for him to be like him. what you don't
1: and now he doesn't bring him there he's just like, that whatever. one trip
0: he like didn't he like didn't use it or let he yeah. or no he they kept him on but they didn't turn him on
1: yeah
0: <laughs> but like but, Making like, sense. for for him to be compelled enough to be like, all right, I believe you, this guy it must, must been pretty, have been not have been
1: very steep. It's not very steep. Well, anywhere yeah. I was, it wasn't very steep. Yeah. But you can't have an hour lunch anyway. It's like saying, not all people fart. But
0: that's just they do. straight up
1: a lie. <laughs> well, I mean, if there's snow and it's on a hill. Pan, huh. I spell Where's I that? It's... I don't know where that was, but.
0: Oh avalanche death for the love
1: of god i so you're a liar <laughs> this is all shit ryan guthrie
0: people. pointed me in the wrong direction <laughs> i know here lower <laughs> than other parts of the world
1: yes i can understand that i see that
0: lower down it's interesting
1: well it's, but it's not as steep i will give them that and maybe but to say there's no such thing
0: look we'll at he's okay. gonna tell him bridger's like shut up
1: they're doing their thing this
0: one this picture
1: yeah, like clearly, if you're up there, there's there's risk for avalanche, right? Where yeah. is that? I want to go there. That work. Yeah, that looks like that there. looks like
0: some like the Alps. See, don't they call it like the jap the Japanese Alps? That's a thing, do right? They?
1: I don't know. See, I don't know. I mean, we so we would go and we <clears throat> like I was saying, we didn't. I didn't personally spend enough time enjoying the I don't know the culture or free riding or whatever. <laughs> Um, we, we just went there, we would train, um, you get up, you ride, and then you go and you do dry land, and then you come home and you eat, and then you go back and sleep. He doesn't want to go out now.
0: He does want to go out. So were you like, were you like having to like train on like a slalom course while you're in japan
1: oh yeah time? that's all yeah that's all we did wow so it wasn't just like fun riding around snowboarding that'd no. be like
0: painful because like you could see no, like, like you see job. like views like yeah. that and you're, but and then, you're but tired it's like...
1: right because so like you get up yes you want to go do that and especially if it's dumping you're like wow well, this sucks but you get up you go and you clear your course they set the course you run it nine billion times yeah and then you go home like i said do dry land and you're worked after that you're like tired you want to eat you want to go to bed and so not always did we even walk around towns like yeah you're in europe you're in wherever living the most amazing you would get days though days off and you we would go do things like we would do summer camps up in uh, mount hood every year and then we'd go to the coast during days off and surf or do whatever it was so fun yeah but- but on
0: your days off you don't really want to just you don't want to snowboard still. Yeah, well you I love don't know.
1: it, but you also—I mean—can you imagine traveling around the world? There are limits on bags you can take and how much they can weigh. I mean, I think people on the A team—it didn't matter. Like they could—you could just pay for a billion bags and do whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was—you know—we were trying to be weight conscious and money. What are you looking? Hi. You're too. cute.
0: He smells rosy. Oh,
1: he does smell my other though.
0: Bridger Bridger and Mav love Rosie and she gets so excited when we walk by. She gives like her big, her big bark. Oh, can you tell the story, the story of the kids that bike past your house and
1: Rosie (laughs) barked at them? Oh, they're so cute. It was in the summer. It was a couple summers ago and I was outside gardening and I could hear these little girls coming around the corner on their bikes. I didn't know what they were doing at the time, but the one little girl said, okay, here we come. We're coming up to Rosie's house, and she's going to bark really loud. It's going to be really scary, but she will not come and bite you. She will just bark really loud and scary, and then you just pedal really fast, and then she'll go away. and Or then we'll just ride past. And I was like, oh, my God, no. Like, she's the nicest dog and sure as shit. They started coming up, and she ran after them like, Barrr. and I was like, no, Rosie, and the girl's all, Petal! and they are riding as fast as they could. I felt so bad. I'm like, God, you're the worst. Yeah. Because she's a girl, and she's just a golden retriever, but she sounds like a ferocious pit bull. She's I don't a very know. big bark, but she's so nice. <laughs> she's awful. Yeah. She's when, the sweetest. When
0: we, we hot tubbed at your house, uh, a couple weekends ago. And she just sat right next to the yeah. hot tub, let, letting Tim pet her the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, Nate came out and was like, Rose, you want to come in? She's like, no, Mm-mm. I'm good. I'm chilling here, Dad.
1: I'm money. Somebody's petting me. I'm good. Yeah. She's a sweet dog. She's yeah. old.
0: She's very old. She's like she has
1: 13. Wow. Maybe. She
0: has like the white. She's like the gray around her eyes uh, and muzzle. No.
1: She's so sweet. I don't want her to die soon. But
0: Did you ever take her snowboarding or skiing?
1: No. I don't know. I mean, she would be fine. We, I used to run a lot with her before I had kids Now I don't do anything, but she used to come with me on runs, you know, like up the old pass road or wherever mm-hmm. she's so good and she still could, she would be so sore the next day, but yeah. Or she loves the dike. Like yeah. she loves the dike and goes bananas out there. Yeah. But, um, no, we, I, cause I didn't do a ton of back country here in Jackson and especially not with her. Like
0: do you have a split have board no do you want to
1: yes well i do i do and i don't i i like i don't know what i can say on on and off this um you can say whatever you want yeah i bet <laughs> um i have done it a bunch i've just rented equipment when i needed it mm-hmm. but it sucks <laughs> it's not like good. the climbing part no i'm fine with the climbing part That the coming like you do all that work to get up there yeah and then the board does not ride like a board it blows
0: (laughs) When was the last time you did that
1: two years last year
0: oh okay because i was gonna say they've gotten better like early split boards were like you like i've heard jeremy jones say that like you had to remember that you're on a split board and not a snowboard
1: you still do (laughs) i don't know i
0: i i mine I I, i guess i don't really know I can't make an apples to apples comparison with my boards because my split board is like a big, like big front end surf style. And then my
1: Maybe that's what I need. I don't know. A Jones
0: solution is what you need.
1: I mind the board I ran in last year was a Jones. Oh no. (laughs) Yeah. It just they're not the same. The they the bindings are not the same. On POW,
0: you I bet you I would I would think that you could feel a close comparison. But if you're not on POW, well, that's where it I can the only way I've done really? it. Really? Okay. Because yes. I always feel when if I'm like going down Old Pass Road on the hard pack, I can feel like this, there's some catching on that middle. No, middle I'm slide.
1: doing it like up on, what's the big steep one?
0: The big steep one? The big one. We're in the, the Tetons. The They're all big no, and steep. you know, like the Glory? Pass, glory. Oh, wow.
1: Like, I was just like, ah, all right.
0: All right. I guess Lindsay Emerson is not a split boarder
1: i wish i was i i have ho- i'd rather just boot pack up and ride my regular board
0: yeah i've started to do that more on glory just tired. what
1: <laughs> oh yeah i know i
0: have started to do that more on glory uh, i used to just bring my split board up because i like wanted to get no, used you to can it
1: boot pack up there and then it's fine yeah yeah i agree that's way better
0: but i love i love split boarding because it's just like a whole different way to love snowboarding like You could just walk anywhere.
1: I agree, but if it was fun to come down,
0: I have a good time. I like the big, just like surf turns that you can that you can pull with like a bigger board, like I have, and it's just like bottomless pow. And I can just if I am just bored one day, I can just go walk up into the woods and just kind of explore. Like you don't you don't get a lot of actual exploration in our day to day. Yeah, but I did that. Like the other day, I went on um, you know, a reef. Reef ridges Nope So you go You park at Phillips bench mm-hmm.
1: You know where I'm All the where snowmobilers are
0: Yeah Um and You walk up there And then So you like go up Kind of there Snowmobile trail But then there's a ridge That kind of goes Up and connects Phillips up Phillips ridge Phillips is like On your right And oh, that goes To the northeast mm-hmm. Then reef ridge Kind of goes At a similar angle But it's But it Goes up Into Like the bulls to the north of Glory. Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So like feeds up into there. So I've, it's a it's a pretty safe spot when an, when the Abbey danger is not great. Yeah. So I'll go. I've done that little. Why? Because
1: of trees or what?
0: It's lower angle and you can walk on the ridge. Oh. So you're not like, put you're not like walking up an avalanche terrain.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and it's shorter, so you just can ride right back to your car. You don't have to like that's double fair. transition or anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um. But I just did these short loops, and one day I was just like, "I'm just gonna go explore a little bit." I kept walking up and up and up, and you get up there, and there's like a whole like wall, like I'm sure it's like a big line of cliffs in the summer that would not seem attainable. But with our amount of snowfall right now, there was some really cool looking lines, like little like little like spine kind of features and like pillow stuff, like all oh, over the sweet. place, like above kind of above like Ski Lake, kind of from Ski Lake down to where the road is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like this shelf. That is all like somewhat attainable spots. And you have I would have you'd have no clue it's there unless you like kept yeah. wa- just explored back there.
1: Well that's the thing. It's not that it, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I just want the equipment to be better when I come down. That information. All right.
0: Sorry about that, folks. Uh the recorder died. Where were we?
1: I have no idea. Splitboards. boards. Split boards. We we're talking about split boards. Yeah. But yeah,
0: so I just really love like more than the like the ride down ability, because I do feel a little bit of a difference. But I just like that I can just explore and just wander. Like I used to be the kid I would just like walk around in the woods at home and like.
1: It's dangerous. Huh? Just
0: uh, I'm I've been six five since seventh grade. A six five male isn't really like your abduct <laughs> abduction target.
1: <laughs> Abdu- yeah, no shit. Like
0: six five male who plays football, and then I got bigger and I was like two thirty. So like you're six five two thirty.
1: Chunky. We're not stealing this two this six five chunky kid. He <laughs> He'd be too heavy to carry. And, and who's gonna feed him?
0: I'll show you. I was oh not chunky. God. How dare you?
1: People the this is <laughs> a message to the
0: world. You need to figure out um <laughs> we need to figure out if I'm skinny or chunky because we can't I be saying say both. chunky <laughs> either.
1: I was just so rude.
0: But I was like I um I ate, I'd ate. eat so much food to gain that weight.
1: Hence the Chunky. <laughs> I was eating Chipotle I'm like just, three times a Chipotle. week. Chipotle. Where did you grow up?
0: The Twin Cities of Minnesota. So I would like... It was really like... I really packed it on <clears throat> the summer between my junior year and senior year of college. So in the mornings, I would go lift like the heaviest weight I could, low reps, all that stuff at like 5 a.m. And then I'd go... And I'd get, like, breakfast somewhere, just a ton of food, and then I'd and a protein shake. And then I'd go to my internship for the company I still work for. Uh And then I'd after that, and, and, like, lunch, I'd go to, like, Chipotle or something. And after that, I would come home and, like, change and then go to the field and, like, do, like, field stuff. Yeah. So just, like, a whole summer of just, like, nonstop, like... Eating. Grinding Mm -hmm. and eating, Yeah. yeah.
1: It's boys. That's just boys in general. Is it? Yeah. Well, yeah, for sure. I had four brothers. mm and that's all they did it was a little intense that's actually how I got into snowboarding is because they wouldn't let me ski with them anymore they said you can come with us but you have to snowboard and I was like you dicks (laughs) I can come and hang and do whatever
0: I can't find any pictures of me in football but I was
1: how about in ballet show them the pictures of your ballet
0: I don't have any ballet pictures (laughs) where did you what was your ski resort growing up
1: Mm, did you have a single one, probably. I mean, yeah, probably the one we went to most was Powder Mountain. Powder Mountain. Don't tell your friends that place is the bomb. Yeah, it's super mapa pa. I don't want anyone to know. Not you all know, but that and Snow Basin, just up in that area.
0: So, did you live on like the north side of Salt Lake?
1: Uh, yeah, I lived in Centerville. I grew up in Centerville.
0: Oh, did have we have Taylor and I told you about how we tried to. We were looking in Ogden before we moved here.
1: Oh, why? well because McKady Hospital.
0: No. Well like we just when we were when we wanted to move in the mountains somewhere, we were like, all right, Jackson, Salt Lake and like around Denver. Denver or something, or like Breckenridge, were on the list. And Salt Lake, we were like, all right, like here's this place, Ogden, and it's like really close to these ski resorts. Um ones you just a snow basin and powder mountain Mm -hmm. it's like oh that'd be cool like it's right on the edge like and then we were looking at like houses stuff house stuff and we took a trip to park city and drove through ogden to be like all right what's going on here like could we see ourselves living here and we could not
1: no ogden's a different feel it is much different like if you want am i i like i don't even want to say anything because
0: nobody's listening
1: (laughs) but if you wanted to just be like hermits and really be in it for skiing and that's it but had to have a job right you like everyone still has to work mm-hmm. i would be there in a heartbeat because, Ogden, not Ogden. i, mean, I would live yeah <laughs> I, mean, I would live you i mean because as a nurse i could work down in ogden at mckady mm-hmm. or wherever i mean nurses can work wherever there's a billion places yeah but and their snow just got good, like, last week.
0: Yeah, they had... They
1: have no snow all year. And, like,
0: dangerous snow.
1: hmm Yeah. But when it's good, it's freaking good. Mm-hmm. And no one goes there. Well, it's different now, though. I've heard, which is so sad, people to go skiing up at Snowbird or Brighton or whatever. You get in line at 530 in the morning. Yeah. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. Can you sit in line? Nope. I'm yeah. not doing that. Yeah. That was never a thing when I lived there. Mm-hmm. When I grew up there, like we, I don't even know what's happening and why they would, like, I don't know why someone would do that. Like, what are you doing? I mean, I do. Cause you want to go skiing, but why is it like, is it just cause of COVID or is it because, I don't know. Is,
0: is it like, the well, there could have been pass,
1: like, the icon pass. Is it?
0: Well, there's been icon passes in years, years. Past.
1: How many years passed?
0: 3? Okay. So
1: a year passed or like two. Like that's the th- that's the difference is cuz covid's been a year. Yeah. And when it was 2 years before and now people are just like catching on and with covid they're like we got to get the heck out of here. I don't know. I think it's, it's very th- odd to me. I don't I think it. it's
0: a little bit of like closures within cities and I don't even know what Salt Lake was like when it was at the heat of covid. Maybe the Mormons not just cool. prayed prayed the COVID away, but you like can't they say probably that. had so- not very PC at all.
1: You're no, offending me.
0: Mormons are white. We can say whatever we want Ooh, about them. Oh
1: my god, I can't even talk.
0: <laughs> There's a lot of Hawaiian Mormons, oh but the, my mostly Mormons
1: and Samoans.
0: Yes, but mostly Hawaiian. Mormons are white. So like the PC culture says, we can say we can say whatever we want about them, right? Did you know I'm Mormon? I knew you grew up Mormon.
1: I was baptized. <laughs> yes. I think I've recently been excommunicated tenfold, but.
0: Well, either way, PC culture says since they're white, we can say whatever we want. But I wasn't even saying anything bad.
1: I'm so uncomfortable. Hot in here? Is it hot? <laughs> the
0: the one the what the woman whose daughter ha- is uh, her middle name is um, is is it Ruth? Yeah. <laughs> it's I couldn't remember which of the three yeah. names of Ruth Bader Ginsburg it was.
1: Oh, I thought you were talking about my daughter.
0: Yeah, isn't isn't Quincy Quincy's? Ruth. Yeah, Quincy's daughter, Quincy's middle name is Ruth. Ruth. After Ruth Bader Ginsburg.
1: Yes. Yes. It is. It is not. (laughs) It is not? No, my grandmother's name is Ruth.
0: Oh, Taylor always said it was for Ruth Bader Ginsburg.
1: Well, that's what I'd like to say, And I think Quincy says that, too. Well, because Quincy may think that. Because we had a Ruth Bader Ginsburg Christmas. We're very... RBG
0: very RBG rest in peace
1: rest in peace and she's just I mean oh and what's this month it's like women March what March it it is March
0: are we doing a special March what are we doing for March
1: God damn it Tyler it is March is Women History Month see Women's
0: History Month
1: this is you got well let's I'm going to help you. We're going to pick all the fancy people. Okay. In in um in Jackson and we're going to get them on. It's super cool though. Like it's weird having young girls having young daughters. Mm-hmm. I uh I I've never been like a history buff or like a very political person, but anyways, it could go that way because young girls need to have things to look up to. And um, even, even,
0: I, I think, I don't know if they can hear me, but I'd like to say a point. I, I would like to be, to be a shift because I would, you know, love to have a daughter one day. And the, the people that the women that daughters look up to, I'd like there to be a shift from like just the good-looking ones and that being the value of the, mo- of the role models to people that did great things for the world, but not necessarily, like, the models and the actresses and we lost our life. I'm like, what? <laughs> what I think a- falling apart here. <laughs> what is happening?
1: Um, hang on. I got to find this. I'm going to show you. Be cool. You know, I look at. Jesus We're fine. We are fine. We're gonna do this. I don't
0: know how to fix that one. We might just turn off the camera. So it's fine. I'm gonna. I don't know if you guys heard any of that, but I'd like the role models of young women to be not so focused on like looks and appearance, and more on like what they're giving to society, right?
1: So there's this cool, picolina. I, I I mean I only know it for their pajamas, which sounds ridiculous, but. They are so all about that. I mean, it's the coolest. And so I got my girls pajamas from them uh, for Christmas. And I bought a lot of stuff from them for Christmas. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Piccolina.
1: Picolina. But it's really cool. <sighs> I mean, it's so, it's so nerdy. And this is so not cool for this podcast. I, I don't even know. But it's so cool to be a mother and an athlete, and my kids don't think I'm cool in this life. They don't even know that I was fucking cool at one point in my life, and I can still be cool. Just not you're around still them. cool.
0: You're so cool.
1: Well, yeah, right. And so I think so, but to have stuff like that and to try to incorporate it and just like slyly sneak it into their life, I'm like. Quincy for being a 6-year-old knows who Ruth Bader Ginsburg is and she didn't and you know I was like these are the coolest pajamas and then but I also got her a book and then and read her this book and she cried when I read it to her and I was like you're only 6 and you think this is so extreme for you and I was Quincy, like Quincy Quincy
0: Quincy has the brain of like a 15-year-old. <laughs> she
1: does.
0: She's I I there's so many conversations where I'm like, "Wait a minute! This is a six-year-old that I'm talking to oh, right now." Who's this kid? She's, She's so, so cool. there, like, totally. I mean, she sometimes like gets shy, like six-year-olds do. Like when we were hot tubbing, like she was being shy and like hiding behind the stairs, like that six-year-old trip. But at the same time, like when she we babysat them,
1: there,
0: when we babysat them, like we were having like conversations <laughs> about the movie we were watching, and I was like, yeah. sh- and she was like teaching me things. I was like, "What?"
1: It's cool, but yes, but I think that. In uh in like the broader picture, I think it's so cool to really bring that shit into even young girls' lives. Mm-hmm. She didn't know, she had no idea, but she I got her this little book on it too, and it dumbs it down. Well, not dumbs it down, but it makes it very basic. Mm-hmm. And um and she gets it, man. She was like, What do you mean? she couldn't do this and that I'm like let me tell you what else she had two freaking kids and she went to law school and she did her husband's homework when he was sick and she did this and she was like whoa what are you talking about and you're like it's just the coolest anyways uh for young girls to see that and I think every female athlete regardless of who you are has had some like pivotal moment and their life. It doesn't have to be huge. It doesn't have to be like mine. Literally, I was obsessed with Victoria Jules. Like she was the snow. I don't know who that is. She rode for Burton back in the day. She's the fucking coolest. Uh, and I I met her once. My because my parents used to own a bunch of snow uh, ski and snowboard shops in Utah. Sweet. So we would go to the SIA shows in Vegas every year. Probably. The dumbest thing my dad has ever done is let me go to those with him, but I helped like do the buying on the female side for like the clothing and whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. it really was the dumbest decision he's ever made. <laughs> it was way too much for my age, but um, anyways, I got to meet her and she was just the she was a big mountain rider, and that was like her and Shannon Dunn were like my fucking focus and i was like god you guys are just so cool and i want to be like and i don't know their political stance but i knew that they were strong opinionated people Mm -hmm. women just from like the little interaction that i had with them yeah they were super cool and they're rad anyways and so if you can have like the soccer players or whoever
0: yeah the athletes are all great i I think about like which who did i look up to when i was young and um it was always for like their achievements or like wow oh, it'd be cool to to be them or something like that or like they've taught me something yeah that's pretty cool and that, no that's that's, a that, good that's place it, to start. it doesn't
1: matter what it is yeah. like it's so cool that uh, you gotta have somebody to look up to right it's like find someone that's good and not you're like oh, some i mean i like i love rap music but you know like ice cube like he's my jam really
0: do you are you the mom when you pick up the kids from from school where you should turn down your gangster rap to let the kids into so the other moms don't hear that you're listening to it
1: i mean so here is our thing i mean my husband (laughs) i wish i could find the text but he was like seriously we have young kids can you not be bumping your gangster rap every time i get in the car and i'm like i don't know it was on always when we play. went to dinner that one night. It was <laughs> it's like, always on. Yeah. That's what I listen to. I can't. That's It's just me.
0: I have a theory that, um, a working theory, that the music that we, that we as probably Americans, listen to when we get older and the stuff that will bother our kids is the stuff that was on when we were in like junior year of high school to like junior year of college. Like that period is where, where like our music brains get cemented to
1: monumental yeah 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 no. so if that ages
0: you up i apologize but that's no. probably why you're still listening to that stuff mm-hmm. my working theory because my dad's stuff is all like the bgs and like the romantic <laughs> 70s shit you know uh, I love it. and for the longest time like i hated it because every kid is just like that's the lamest thing ever parent like insert parent <laughs> Like, you know, I I call them dad, but it doesn't matter who, which parent it is. It doesn't matter if it's you, a badass pro snowboarder being a parent or whoever. It's just lame because it's a parent.
1: No, yeah. It doesn't matter who you are or what it is. For sure. I actually totally agree. However, I was like an old soul. And when I was in like junior high and stuff, I was obsessed, like fully obsessed With James Taylor and like Cat Stevens and Paul Simon. I was just the biggest nerd on the planet, but it's my jam now. But then I also just love gangster rap. They really (laughs) go hand in hand. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. So good.
0: Definitely. Yeah. But I used to, so I used to hate that stuff too. And then, throughout the years my dad would be just always playing like the 70s channel from direct tv like over the it. the speakers on the outside of our cabin <laughs> so it's kind of just like the soundtrack to my formative years it's just always playing and all the mem, and all these memories from the cabin that i have so it's so kinda, you guys
1: it's like, have come here for a long time no yeah because yeah. you have since a place like, at the po- uh, the
0: Club. yeah like <sighs> since like 2004 or something um yeah my my i love telling the story the story of how my family found jackson hole so my both of my parents are divorced or my parents are divorced and both are remarried and my dad and my stepmom had a weekend where we were with I, my siblings and I were with my mom and then my step siblings were with their dad. So they're like, all right, let's pick a place we've never been to and we'll go and we'll have a little weekend getaway. And so my dad got an atlas and they like closed their eyes and like just put their finger somewhere on the map and they picked here. And my stepmom grew up in um a few places but a lot in like california and and i think near in oregon somewhere um but she she grew up skiing so she at least knew of jackson hole that was a ski place and then my dad was like oh it's like right, it's right next to next to yellowstone and he has his motorcycle license so he was like we'll go drive a motorcycle around yellowstone and that'll be like one of our things so they came out here stayed at the teton club i think or maybe stayed at snake river um spa, spa. yeah Sin lotgia, yeah. and uh and then they got they somehow were like got to a point where they were like late night having drinks with Fred harness you know, Fred
1: I feel like I do, yeah, he's um, a
0: real estate agent yeah. um he's like five one oh. he's a paraglide pilot,
1: yes, I think is. yeah,
0: so he was at that time they were trying to sell a lot of units a lot of weeks for the club, it was like the early days of the club, I think that the club started in like. 99 or 98 Yeah. so early days and fred in like one in, in like one night got them to like want to buy some weeks and then also took them paragliding the next day <laughs> and my dad like hates roller coasters so he was like he like wakes up like hung over and leanne's like we got to get up we're going paragliding and he's like what we're doing what <laughs> um but they did it and and have you ever been paragliding
1: Nope, i'm afraid of heights
0: you're afraid of heights yep. You would definitely not like that then. It's great. I've done it like five times with Fred. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, David. Um, so yeah, they, he got the weeks, and and uh, we've had like four, four or five weeks there for a while. And that is crazy. rent rent most of them, but like use one, maybe two.
1: Why don't you and Tay use them? They won't let you.
0: Uh, my dad loves me, but he does not love me that much. <laughs> no, but they don't allow dogs, and like he could he could they make so much money just from renting him right now because it's just a hot spot to be in that like he could rent them out rent them all out and then take some money and then stay at like snake river spa lodge and spa or like another spot or just stay here in our house and and you know still have it so and make but it's been great like I spent a lot of Christmases there, like there's a lot of Christmas mornings where we wake up, open presents, and then get on the tram.
1: It's so fun. I love that place.
0: Yeah, and like yeah, the people there that I don't I don't know if this is common for like hotels there. Are you okay with the dog stuff? Yeah.
1: I don't know. I'm just sneezing.
0: Yeah. Oh. Um
1: <coughs> there we go.
0: If it's uh if it's common in all the other hotels there with having people that have been there for like 15 years, you know? Like... Oh, yeah.
1: No, no, no. I mean, I think that's huge here. And NATO has had clients that have been here for years <laughs> uh, that it, literally he has skied with them for like 17 years and they have spent like every Christmas here. Yeah. It's crazy. Like so long. I think it's awesome though. It's so fun. Yeah. To get up and then go ski all day.
0: Yeah. I mean, oh, it, was, it was one of the... One of the major reasons we picked to live here, it was like, you know, we we're looking at those different other places, like I told you, and it was just like, there's not that like, there isn't that magic that I feel when I step into the valley, no, I like don't. when I, that I felt here, like I, I, i told, I don't know if I've told you this, but I've said on the podcast, when Taylor and I moved here, we were, I drove in my truck with the dogs and a bunch of shit in there. Right. And then she was in her car full and then my dad was in a U-Haul. So I was alone listen to like seven Joe Rogan podcasts or something for the, for the ride. And just alone with my, with my thoughts, right. For 18 hours. And we stopped and spent the night stayed the night, but still like 16, 18 hours with my thoughts. And there was one point where I was just like, it was, I was on Togarty pass and I was just like thinking, I just had this like wave of like self doubt. I was just like, what the hell are we doing? Like, why are we, why did I make Taylor move across the country away from her family And all this stuff, and I was, like, doubting my decision and doubting all this stuff. And then, you know the point on Togity Pass where you see the Tetons for the first time? Yeah. Like, they just poke up out of nowhere. And that was, the like, in that wave of self, doubt was when I hit that spot. And then I hit that, and it just, like, all washed away. And it was like, oh, that's why.
1: It is why. It's pretty – it's a pretty cool place, like – more than just the scenery, it's yeah. just a cool, good vibe place.
0: Yeah, I, I explain it and I've noticed this more now that I'm doing you know doing stuff with the marketing business. I'm going into businesses talking to people and I go in and like I mean, I grew up snowboarding and stuff, but I grew up in Minnesota, but I still walk into any sort of small little business or just any place. And like I immediately feel like the other people in there are like minded people. Right Like For we sure. want to be in the mountains, we want to be working really hard to sustain our life here. like we'd like to get after it a little bit. like I can just walk into any crowd here and most crowds in Jackson outside of like maybe some of your clients' cr- crowds, but like the, the average crowd here, and I'm like, I'm pretty like minded with a lot of these people.
1: no I totally listen, I totally agree. I mean, the majority of the workforce here, because there are a lot of people that are not amongst that yeah because there's a ton of money here which part of that gets a little uh it doesn't skew well it does it totally skews things but um of the same crowds that we probably run in like we
0: don't you don't happy hour with like billionaires, yeah and Uh, and
1: maybe but probably not
0: you're you're podcasting with a future billionaire so
1: exactly yeah and yeah
0: it's not to like downplay like being super rich like we all are trying to be super rich
1: right yeah, or just or yeah yeah yes maybe or just but they probably have other things going on where they are not just happy houring yeah. at cuddy's <laughs> they may come by they, they, they happy hour at
0: amagani, amagani or at the handlebar
1: or yeah maybe but uh the same crew yes you're right like we're all working 10 jobs to yeah. live here in Jackson, to raise families. And uh, yeah, like you said, just like minded people that um, want to live in Jackson and want to do whatever you can, whatever you have to do to make it work. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah,
0: like I could walk up to, like, I, I've walked up to, like, you and your friends hanging out. And then now Taylor, like, loves one of your neighbors that, uh, Jen. Though, yeah, Jen. <laughs> and like now they're like being buddy buddy totally. and like we've I've chatted with them and it's like i could walk up to any crowd of any people and just like hey let's go do like a tour or something totally. or like no, let's do mountain true. bike ride
1: no it is and that's the nice thing about jackson is that everybody is pretty much i mean because if you're gonna ski here you want it you want to ski right you're like mm-hmm. it's not like a aspen or deer valley where you're just like oh yeah like i'll take a lesson and ski like you better want to ski here or it's not it's not going to be that enjoyable. Yeah. Right? It's that, not like
0: a... I, I used to love how the reputation of the of the resort being like this super difficult hill used to scare people away. Yeah, no,
1: totally. And it's
0: st- even my friends now, they're like, I don't think I can do it, and I'm like I hesitate to be like, yes, you can or maybe no cuz like there's plenty of like green runs. Yeah, no. Exactly. Bigger than any skier the resort most have been to. And the resort has done a good job of like managing that that uh reputation for sure because there's way more average or bad skiers with money than there are really really good skiers with money
1: Uh, no it's true right no it's true um but i think that's part of the uh attraction to jackson though is that from green to blue there's a significant jump
0: yeah, blues and, here are different mm, than like blues at Vail or Aspen. I think so, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, It's still awesome, but you want to be committed. You probably, whoever is doing it is probably more committed than your average skier
0: mm-hmm.
1: or wanting to be.
0: Yeah, if they're getting to the blues and mm-hmm. up. Yeah. yeah. I like that you said, you mentioned how we all have to work like 10 jobs because now you're um. the third... Jackson Local in a row that is very successful in their main career but still also has a side hustle. You, yeah, you have, to have your... What, what's your title at Tops?
1: The clinical director.
0: Clinical director. And you also run a side business of House Call Hydration. Jill, owner-editor of The Scout Guide, has her side hustle of styling the New West. Yep. Um, Scott Austin is a guy who i met through doing the the pistol safety class that i took in the fall oh cool so he's the dean of students at the jackson Hole bible college and then his side gig is firearms and firearm and wilderness safety at jackson Hole shooting experience
1: right so like three
0: examples of really successful people but they and then i'll throw myself in the in that pile of having side jobs i have a successful career as a financial technology salesperson says executive executive and i also started a marketing agency so like this pattern and taylor like nurse
1: double nurse double nurse labor and delivery
0: nurse do also doing ivs like everybody has these side hustles and we're all just grinding like loving that we get to grind every day because of that yeah. stuff and i'm pointing behind me to the tetons
1: no it's true like you have to love uh and want to be a part of the community in order to do that otherwise it's not worth it right like Mm -hmm. to hustle constantly yeah Uh, uh, hustle enough to still get to have fun but hustle hard on the days when you need to uh so that you can make your living you can make your rent you can do whatever you need to do in order to have fun and enjoy Jackson Hole like it's yeah the best
0: yeah i've always said that the people who have been here for like maybe more than two seasons or something one season like really really love it because if you didn't want to work as hard as we have to to be here and didn't get the reward out of what we get here yeah why would you do it they people leave like a lot of i've had plenty of friends who've lived here and they're like you know they don't want to work as hard they don't get the reward to make them want to work so hard or like they just don't like the job market or whatever it is like there's not a lot of people here that have been here for a while that are like, eh, it's whatever.
1: Totally. It, if they see it as that, then they're not staying long. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's not for everyone, but it's pretty freaking sweet.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely.
1: No, it's rad. Right. It's the best place. Yeah. Don't tell your friends.
0: Don't tell anybody the valley's full.
1: It really is. There's no one, there's nowhere to go. Yeah. That's not true. <laughs> With my husband as a real estate agent. That is not true.
0: Yes. Nate is a an agent for... Sotheby's. Sotheby's. He's also... Which one does he do more... Does he spend more time at? The ski instructing or real estate?
1: Oh, my God. Like, how do you know that? I don't know. Because in the winter, he works every day. Like, I think he worked like 37 days straight this year. Whoa. This winter. Um, maybe more. I don't remember. We were just talking about it. That's a lot. But then in the summer he gets a lot of. D- Listen, everybody wants the life of NATO. He, <laughs> <Yeah>. li- <laughs> he, you know, he had a tough day heli skiing two days ago. Oh no, which is, it's poor just, guy. It's hard for him. And then in the summers he golfs in order, you know, with his clients. You gotta maintain a good golf game. Yeah, that's the a lot of hours at the of range. NATO is super hard.
0: Yeah. Ski instructor yeah. slash Jackson Hole real estate agent. That's tough.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Are you guys did, are you guys members at T Town Pines?
1: Yes. The best. T Town Pines is the best.
0: If I could if I I need to figure out how to join there.
1: They do uh you don't have to join a golf membership, which is significantly cheaper. So you, you get like the social membership yep. and
0: then And then do you get like a discount on golf or anything?
1: Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, listen, I don't know for sure, but you talk to Amy, she'll tell you. However, I don't know if you can get them anymore.
0: Uh Probably pretty full.
1: Maybe the the social memberships. Or the young
0: people ones. We
1: get those because I'm still young and he gets, it's whoever is the youngest in the household.
0: Oh, okay.
1: He's very fortunate. Nate's like a year and a half older than me. (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah so nate's 32
1: yeah so nate's 32 yeah and so we get the discounted membership Mm -hmm.
0: yeah but it'd be so it'd be so perfect because it's like what is it like two miles down the road from here if that yeah it's so sweet he
1: rides his bike down there every you know whatever every thursday slash every day in the summer and play some golf i sit at the pool with the babes it's yep. so amazing. Teton Pines is
0: a yeah, They're um If anybody from Teton Pines is listening, I'll exchange marketing services for a membership straight up. Because um, their marketing is lacking.
1: Oh, oh, oh. I don't know who he is, who who? that was.
0: Taking a selfie right now. They uh, they just like, like, it's such a beautiful spot and there's so many great, points about it but it does not translate to social media agreed and because now i'm um solidly in the millennial generation and we're now getting money we're making these buying decisions with big money we make buying decisions via social media so you kind of need if you want to get at our audience you need to be doing it on different platforms and maybe they don't need to because they're they are they're they're located where they are or well, maybe they're like memberships uh, are just like full
1: well their memberships are full but listen they're always i don't know let's we'll work that i don't I think yeah there's always
0: i've i've stuff. talked I ch- i've chatted a little bit with one of the with the head pro just like while i was like paying to like go play one day <laughs> i was just like yeah like here's my card i do marketing but like nothing other happened because well but
1: i'm your girl you just wait all right you just got to tell me ty i'm your girl
0: okay T-Town Pines.
1: Yeah, Nato too.
0: If Because if we get in their ear, then I'm not in your ear to do your marketing and then that'll be good for everybody.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's all good. <laughs> Nato actually, he's got the answer, and he, yeah. Nato and I will get you hooked up.
0: Awesome. Well, um, I don't know how long the first clip was, but on this one we're at 33 minutes. We probably are Boom. over an hour. Yeah. Would you like cool. to wrap up? Yeah, it's perfect. Okay, so as a parting note, um, tell everyone, and maybe I can fill in the information for you, Tell everyone where you can find, where they can find, um, I guess tops if you need <laughs> some surgery. sort of surgery, <laughs> but more likely where can they find house call hydration on social media and their website to get some IV, an IV.
1: House call hydration is at housecallhydration.com. Mm-hmm. And then I think our Instagram was housecallhydrationjh. mm mm-hmm um and i think the i think our facebook is the same yeah um but yeah uh what else i mean i think those are
0: yeah that's it yeah but nobody nobody follow their instagram and nobody like any shit on their instagram (gasps) we're trying to give them (laughs) the worst metrics possible buy all the ivs you can (laughs) but don't show any social media metrics i'm working my way in here and
1: not nice (laughs) so good so go
0: check them out and if you if you can't find it uh message taylor message me we connected with Lindsay. get you your iv hydration or surgery if you need that
1: (laughs) seriously yeah all right oh
0: actually you also got you guys also do covid tests
1: we do we do covid testing and i think soon to do antibody testing which is kind of going to be i assume what everybody wants because that's what i want i want to know yeah even if you've got the uh, the vaccine, you want to know how high you are at some point.
0: Yeah, can I share? I, I want to share one last COVID story because of that and reminded oh, me of God. it. Um, so uh, I got the COVID test from you guys. Yeah, right, and we like part of it. You like pay for overnight shipping and you expect to get it with results within forty eight hours or twenty four hours or something. Yes. So mine was like three days gone by and it had no- said nothing. And I was like, what the hell? We had like guests coming in. And then so I was like, okay, I'll do my own COVID test. COVID is an upper respiratory disease. I went and climbed glory as fast as I possibly could set my own personal records. I was like, I don't have COVID. You can't, (laughs) there's no chance I could do the glory climb in my fastest possible time with that sort of disease. It's true. And then I got the results back and I was negative negative anyways, but.
1: That was due to his girlfriend's faulty, uh, shipping i think
0: no it like there was like a snowstorm <laughs> in somewhere oh. <laughs> it, it like got stuck in like of salt course. lake or something but it was we were uh. sitting there and, sh- and i was just like i was like refreshing like hourly like come on, come tell, on me tell me something i want to
1: know what's going yeah. on i know it's so awful yeah and it's only nurses that that stuff happens to.
0: yeah and it wasn't like i didn't feel covety if that's a thing but it like it was that self-doubt of like all right i took a test now it's, it's kind of real it could be it could like be. i felt perfect but i was like oh uh, it's <laughs> like, it's the self-doubt not. of like now maybe 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 i do have it Jesus. you know but yeah um go check them out uh that's an episode Lindsay, any final thoughts
1: no i don't know stay hydrated stay hydrated, stay hydrated.